Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Good morning. You know, tight. Hope everyone's well. I want to paint the picture for you, really set the scene. So it's early when I'm recording this, and you know I'm not an early girly. I am not an early girly. I don't rise with the sun. I set with the sunset. You know what I mean? It's not early bird gets the worm for me. It's <laughs> night owl gets the last say. <laughs> oh my God. What are these nature adjacent euphemisms I'm coming up with? It's not early bird gets the worm, but night owl gets the last say. Or it's like, it's the night owl gets the last. That's, owls don't make that. I don't know. My point is, it's too early for me to be doing this. But I got a lymphatic massage yesterday that put me on my ass. I had every intention, every intention. It's like, okay. I'm going to come back from this little medical thing. I'm going to lay down, you know, take a little cat nap. And I'm going to get up and do my podcast. And I realized I couldn't bring you the hot fire haikus that I've already written this morning if I would have tried to do it last night. Do you know what I mean? I got a lymphatic massage that I just felt like we were in St. Louis all weekend, had a great weekend of shows. So grateful to everybody who came out. But I was thinking, I was like, you know, you just feel swollen like you've had too many curly fries. And I had a lot of fabulous food suggestions for St. Louis. But for some reason, the only places that I really found to be open when I needed them to be open, cons- like had the, these five basic food groups, curly fries, fried raviolis that are also known as toasties. And what else? And like a sub sandwich. So I felt like I came back from St. Louis riddled with sodium. The fingers were sausages. Couldn't bend at the at the joint. You know what I mean? It was just 
nitrate city. So I was like, let me go get one of these lymphatic massages. Baby, that thing put me in a little, it rocked me to bed. It put me in a cocoon of detoxification. And if you've ever had a lymphatic massage, it's not like, it's nothing like deep tissue, even Swedish. It's like a, your lymphatic system runs right below in between your skin. And I'm going to say where your organs are. Again, I have a short white coat. I don't have a long white coat. I have a short white coat when it comes to medicine. So you have all these different points on your body. You have points around your ankles, behind the kneecaps, near the clavicle, in your tum-tum, and other different points. Oh, and right, like, right, kind of like if you're, put your hand on your hip, you know what I mean? And your fingers that are pointing towards your crotch, like the inside of your crotch, but not like, not like in your crotch, but right there where that joint is, you got, you got lymphatic points there. So I went and got this real gentle massage and I'm telling you what, I, you have to drink a ton of water and I felt like I was flushing. I'm like five pounds lighter today. And it wasn't for the weight loss. I just felt, you know what I mean? When you, you're PMSing and you feel, you just feel the bloat. Anyways, I'm just telling all my early girlies who are up right now, being the first ones to listen to this podcast, to find one in your local area. And if it, if it's a Craigslist ad, that's not a lymphatic massage. That's a happy ending situation. That's not what you're looking for. You're looking for lymphatic drainage. It should be very gentle, but it put me in a warm cocoon last night. And I'll tell you what, I'm very proud of myself. I have been able to step up my self-care game in like being very proactive and not reactive about like making appointments, like get a massage. Let's put, you know, I don't know, a walk on the calendar. I'm just really realizing going back into the comeback tour and not the farewell tour. My last comedy tour, the farewell tour, I really was like, it was a race against the clock. It was, let me see how much I can do in a short period of time. And then the pandemic hit. And then when I went back out on the road, I was like, let's do like 90 shows in the span of like six months. And I almost died. But the comeback tour, it's going to be good. It's going to be amazing. But she's coming back with the glow. She's coming back with, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Is it going to be a fucking grind and a hustle? It sure fucking is. I'm doing a lot of shows. And side note, want to say a quick side note. We have not released all of the tickets. Okay. Listen, I know it's a little confusing, but when I posted the schedule, immediately I got like, aggressive DMs from women in Chicago, Los Angeles, my hometown of Atlanta, Houston, being like, where the, where is our city? You're not coming back to Chicago. What do you hate us? It's always that. I don't know why as women, specifically women, all the dudes are like, fuck yeah, see you in the fall. Heather, let me know when you can make it to Chicago. Would love to host you again. We'll have a deep dish pizza ready at your backstage door. Like they get it. You know what I mean? But for some reason, ladies, y'all are turning into like, and I'm honored. I am flattered. That means you love me. That means you have my back. But it's immediately, why do you hate us? I don't hate you. It's called scheduling. And when you try to go back and play places like the Chicago Theater or a huge theater in Los Angeles, I'm fighting with every other fucking asshole in the entertainment business. So I couldn't get a date 
in three months. Do you know what I mean? But I can get a date in say next September. You know what I mean? So we're going to be touring this for the next year, which is very exciting. So if you didn't see your city on the schedule just yet, it does not mean I hate you. And side note, Houston, I was supposed to open the comeback tour in Houston. And then at the last minute, we lost the theater because they all quit (laughs) or something. I'm pulling you back behind the curtain. I'm showing you what really happens. I was supposed to open the comeback tour in Houston. And they were like, hey, something happened with the theater. They're just, nobody works there anymore. So it is not me. I don't hate you. I love Houston. But I probably, because there's not many theater options, won't be back to Houston for a while. So I'm going to need all my other Houston girlies, my early Houston Astro girlies, which you guys, you know how I feel about the Astros, because it's you guys played us in the World Series, even though the Braves won last year. But you're you're like the Alabama of fucking baseball. Okay, you win. And I'm happy for my Astro girlies. Y'all are going to the World Series. But I'm going to need you to come to Austin or Dallas <laughs> in the meantime. And that is no hate, no shade. San Antonio. Come to those cities. Anyways, I just wanted to explain it because the amount of DMs I got angry. You know when you can feel a DM and you're like, I'm I'm reading into this. Gearing up for my second tour and you know what I'm taking on the road with me? My Away suitcases. I friggin' love it. Away offers a range of suitcases, bags, and other travel essentials made of different materials like polycarbonate and aluminum in a variety of colors and sizes. So whatever you're packing and wherever you're going, Away has luggage that will help make your next trip more seamless. All of Away suitcases are built to last. Truly, I have drugged these all over America, all over Europe, all over the world. I love Away. With durable, lightweight exteriors that can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers, every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad to help you pack more in and a hidden and removable laundry bag that separates your dirty clothes. They have four 360 spinner wheels guaranteed for the smoothest roll, even through the most hectic of airports and stations. It TSA-approved combination lock helps keep all your belongings safe with a sleeve that slides over your suitcase. Away suitcases and bags work seamlessly together and move as one. Away offers free shipping and returns on any non-personalized order within the continuous U.S., Canada, and the U.K. Plus, there's a 100-day free trial on everything Away makes. Take the product out on the road. Live with it, travel with it, even get lost with it for 100 days. And if you decide it's not for you, you can return it And again, that's any non-personalized item for a full refund during that period. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Start your 100-day free trial and shop the entire way lineup. Have travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcases and bags at Away Travel. That's A-W-A-Y, awaytravel.com slash absolutely. That's awaytravel.com slash absolutely. You know it. I love it. We're talking about Athletic Greens. I take it every friggin' day. This partner is just a natural, natural partner for me with the podcast because I do my one scoop of Athletic Greens and a little bit of water in the morning, wolf it down, and I am on my way, starting my day with what? I'll tell you what. 
you're basically absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of the things. My biggest thing with Athletic Greens is it helps my digestion. If I take one scoop in the morning, I just stay regular. We're, you know, we're we're cooking with gas, but not gas. We're, we're moving in the right direction, but we're feeling good. And if you are traveling abroad, I literally cannot tell you this enough. Take the Athletic Greens with you. When you are traveling, sometimes you're just not regular. I just know if I take Athletic Greens with me, I will keep things moving. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash absolutely to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You know, sometimes they say like, you're a fat whore, kill yourself. And I think, I think she didn't mean to send this to me. You know, I do get those sometimes. And I think, oh, that meant to go to somebody else, not me. <laughs> not me. This, this night owl who's day playing as an early girly right now. No, 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 no. They didn't mean to send that to me. Never. But sometimes I get, you know, I, I have to rein it in, pull it back, explain to y'all. I didn't sit around and say, you know what, Chicago, we're not going back right away. I, Chicago is one of my favorite shows I've ever played. But we will be back in Chicago as soon as possible, as soon as the theaters will clear me for the dates. Okay? And if you're pissed, I don't know, call the other millions of other entertainers that are on the road. I'm probably fucking fighting with Shen Yun. If you don't know what Shen Yun is, it's like Chinese acrobatics and dancers and ribbon dancers, and it's a whole variety act. And every city I go to, Shen Yun's usually there the night before me. It's either Shen Yun or Teresa Caputo, the Long Island medium, which I'm not saying she can't sell tickets, but the fact of the matter is I have been walking into some of these theaters, like I don't know how I've sold tickets you know, to 4,000 tickets at a theater. It doesn't make sense to me. But then I see Teresa had 4,000 people show up for a medium reading. And I'm like, go girl, fucking do you baby boo. So anyways, a little clarification on that. Also side note, I'm doing club dates in Huntsville and West Palm. Those tickets are on sale right now. That's in the next two weeks. So we're going to Kentucky this weekend. I'm shooting the special. I'm so freaking exciting. And then I literally go immediately back on the road and I'm doing shows in Huntsville and West Palm in the clubs to work out all the new material. So it's it's no longer the farewell tour. I am putting that to bed this weekend. And then it is completely new material, new everything. We're bringing Margie on the next tour. I mean, it's going to be silly. I'm rolling up my sleeves and I'm getting silly, bitches. We're going to have a good time. 
We're going to have a really good time. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy, Andrew Collin, who's been on this podcast before. He's a dream and a doll. He came out and opened for me in St. Louis and we had a blast. And I'll tell you, it's a real true sign of a man's character when he can sit backstage with, I had Jen, who's my director and my business partner with some of my shows. And then I had Tina T, you know, Tina Tompkins, um, my COO of Absolutely Not Productions. And we were backstage and Andrew's just kicking it and kikiing with the girls, the early girlies. And we're laughing our asses off. And, um, you know, I just want to say big shout out to Andrew because he's got, he's got, he's one of the good ones. He really is. You know, you meet a lot of dudes in comedy and 90% of them are just like emotionally stunted and they can't, they can't sit there and be like, that was great, you know? And uh, Andrew is a doll and he's also fucking hysterical. So big shout out to Andrew. If you came out to the St. Louis shows, thank you so much. I had such a blast. What a packed fucking house every night. We had a blast. Y'all brought me so much joy and thank you for letting me run my hour. And then we're going to go shoot it. Fuck yeah, doggy. Hold on, I'm going to have a sip of my coffee. Mm. Hold on. Biohack. Want to tell you all about this real quick. And y'all are going to go, this is not, you did not come up with this. This is not scientific. For my early girlies who need to get up and have a cup of coffee. Okay. I can't stand this bullshit when people are like, you know, I lay off the caffeine. Don't have the coffee. It is the one thing. If I hear the trickling of the Breville espresso machine and I could waft that Italian bean, you know what I mean? The one thing that gets me up in the morning is I can smell Jeff brewing the cappuccino. I hear them frothing the milk to say, it sounds like a cat. Sounds like you got a Siamese on just, you know, tucked under your chin, just doing that little thing, you know, where cats need the bread. You know what I mean? They need the bread. Like they're getting their mother's milk. That's what a cappuccino or a coffee machine sounds to me. Okay. When you're frothing the milk or you, even if you, we've got our, regular drip coffee going. It's like a kitty cat kneading you in the chest in the morning saying, good morning, mother. Go have a glass of deliciousness. You know what I mean? That didn't make sense, but you get it. So I've been very transparent with y'all. I'm not an early girly, but I got up this morning to get this podcast in and I woke up right eyed and bushy tailed. Okay, I was in my little cocoon last night for my nice lymphatic massage. I woke up, felt detoxified, ready to start the day. But I have noticed that if I have any kind of caffeine with nothing in my stomach, you know I'm not a breakfast gal. Some days I can, some days I want a lumberjack, all-star, give me pancakes, you know, a pound of bacon, all of it. And some days I can't eat till one, all right? But I've been doing this little biohack. It's just for me. I'm sharing it with you. If you're not necessarily a breakfast girly, but you need to get it in. I've been doing some just, I got really clean, delicious protein, right? Protein powder. And I do two scoops. It says one scoop. I fucking do two scoops. In a little blender bomb, a little, and I got like my little blender shaker here. And it literally says Ole Miss. So I'm staying on brand, hottie dotty. And, you know, it's got that little metal ball in it. So it can shake up all the protein. So you don't end up with like chunk like fudge chunks, even though I'll tell you what, mama likes a fudge chunk. If I was ever going to do porn, that would be the name of the video. Fudge chunks with Heather. And it, you would think it would be weird and nasty. It wouldn't. It would just be me with a bunch of hot fudge. 
Okay. It wouldn't, nothing to do with doo-doo, just hot fudge. And anyways, so I do a little bit of almond milk, a little bit of water, and I've just been wolfing down straight protein first thing in the morning. Cause I wake up and I've got that acid in my stomach. Like I know I'm starving, but I just am like grossed out by eating anything till like 10 a.m. So I've been wolfing it down. Even if I wake up at 11 a.m., I'm still wolfing down the protein with my coffee. And it's, it's almost like I'm just getting it in. And it has really helped me with my blood sugar. It's helped me so that when that first cup of coffee hits, A, I don't shit myself. And B, I don't have the sweaty shakes where my hands start shaking. And I'm in the corner like Tara Reed, just like, you know what I mean? Just like, you know, putting the, the tips of my hair in my mouth, just sucking on it from anxiety. So anyways, if anybody's up and you're like, you need the caffeine, but you also know you don't really have an appetite, but you need to get it in. Just do a blender bomb or a blender. Well, I do love blender bombs. Shout out to Helen who makes blender bombs, but I mean a blender ball. You know what I mean? Oh shit. I just spilled my, I just spilled it. I just fucking spilled it. I just picked up the thing. It's not like you guys can see what's in my hand right now. I picked it up. I set it down. It spilled. Whatever. Anywho. That's my biohack. I want y'all to feel supported. I want you to know what I'm doing. You can fast forward through this and tell me to fuck myself. I just wanted you to know that if you wolf down some straight, you don't have to make a smoothie. Can I be honest with you? That's the thing. Smoothies are too loud. They're too fucking loud. You know it. I know it. If somebody can invent a silent smoothie thing, great. Because the coffee maker in the morning, you hear the, you know what I mean? It's a soft, it's a gentle. My my espresso machine is very loud, but there's something about it like that's an acceptable loud. It wakes you up. That's my alarm clock. But a fucking blender, it's just, it's too much. It's terrifying. It's jarring. I don't need all of that. So I'm just wolfing down the straight protein with a little almond milk. I'm feeling good. We're going back to basics. You know, imagine yourself a Norwegian bodybuilder outside of a Gold's Gym somewhere in like Venice Beach. That's what we're going for. Just get it in to set us up for success. Take action today for a healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. Their at-home tests can help you get the knowledge and support you need so you become a healthier you. So what do you do? You take one of their tests, their at-home lab test, and it can be over anything. I mean, they have, they literally, this is how it works. Everly Well ships you an at-home lab test straight to you. With everything you need for a simple sample collection. Collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps. It's so simple. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals, and you should too. Um, I love Everly Well. I did one. They had an adrenal test. I did one that was a metabolism test. And I'm so glad I did it. it. It just, it's a no brainer. Whatever you need to be testing, you could do, you know, food sensitivities. Literally, they just ship it to you. You fill it out. You do the test. You swab. You do the finger prick. Whatever it needs, you ship it off. And then you get the results directly to you, which is, I don't have time to call six doctors. This is the best. And for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off at-home lab tests at everlywell.com slash absolutely. That's everlywell.com slash absolutely for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash absolutely. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Is it checking up on your credit score? 
didn't think so. At Chime, that's exactly what they do. With their secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. Chime reports your payments to credit bureaus to help you build credit over time. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average. All this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. So start your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash absolutely. That's chime.com slash absolutely. I cannot tell you how important it is to have good credit. I didn't know what I didn't know until I had bad credit. Money can't buy happiness, but not worrying about your money comes close. That's where Chime helps you smile more. They were just named the number one most beloved banking app with payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to $200. They offer financial peace of mind in your wallet. All this with no annual fees, large security deposits, and again, credit check to apply. See for yourself why Chime is so loved at Chime.com slash absolutely. Again, that is Chime.com slash absolutely. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank in a member's FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com slash spot me. Chime was the 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the U.S., according to Aptopia. Wanted to just let y'all know the feedback I've been getting. You know, in the last couple episodes, I've been saying, hey, be the you today you want to be tomorrow which you know is me being sarcastic, but believe in yourself. If you have any doubt in yourself, believe in yourself. And I want you to know, so I did five shows this weekend and I'm running, I changed some stuff in the set and I changed some stuff with the hour and I really tightened things up. And I don't know why I was had such bad anxiety going into the weekend. I mean, I've done my show in front of like a hundred something times, but I'm a perfectionist. The only aspect in my life where things have to be right is when I perform for you. That's just, that's my MO. I mean, you should be like, thank you, Heather. Thank you for not showing up and half-assing it. She never half-asses. She full-asses. It's a full-ass. It's never half an ass. It's a full fucking ass 24-7 for y'all. Okay? Because I take pride in my work. You know, I am a professional. But I don't know why. I was just, you know, that little voice in my head said, maybe I shouldn't change this or do this, da 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 And I want y'all to know. That sometimes we have to put in the ugly work and just do the silent work. And that's the shit people don't see. And I'm not trying to be motivating at all right now. But I want you to know those those hours that I spend in my hotel room rewriting or doing this or moving this around or sweating or eating curly fries or just like, you know, shoving fake self-confidence down my throat so that then I can get up and deliver. You got to listen to that little voice. Even if we're faking it, even if we're literally walking out the stage door, about to step on stage and it's like, I don't think I can do this. You can, bitch. You can. But put in those quiet hours. Remember, the quiet hours, the hours right now where it's six o'clock in the morning and I'm up drinking fucking protein, chugging a coffee with toasted marshmallow nut pods in it. Remember these hours. These are the little quiet moments when you have that fear, like you don't feel prepared or you're not ready. You are. But tap in. Go into that little quiet space. Dig deep into that lymphatic system that sits right below the, the surface level in between your skin barrier that protects you. You know, it's in between your skin and your vital organs. 
Because I'll tell you what, sometimes going to work, whether it's what I do comedy, whether it's you work at a nurse's office, you're going to battle. You're going to battle every day. So sometimes you got to quiet that little voice and tap into that lymphatic system that says, we're going to flush out these bad thoughts and push in the good thoughts. And remember, if you struggle with anxiety, reframe it in your brain that says, I'm not nervous, I'm excited. And that's what I tell myself sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. Like if I have a big gig coming up, I'm like, I'm not nervous, I'm excited. And my mom's like, Heather, you're standing in the corner by yourself. Just saying over and over again, I'm not nervous, I'm excited. (laughs) And you have on a clown nose. I'm like, are you okay, sweetie? I sure am not. But remember, I'm excited. Mm. This podcast episode with me on half a cup of coffee and a blender ball full of protein is just fucking, this is the dumbest shit. Anyways, I'm saying all of this to say, you know, to learn from your Aunt Chi-Chi. I'm trying to teach y'all a couple things, a little, few biohacks, whether it's believe in yourself, listen to yourself, get a lymphatic massage, have a little bit of protein, maybe adopt a cat. I don't know what you need, but when y'all send me messages or call me or beat me or tweet me and you say, hey, thanks for that healthy reminder, I want you to know I mean it. And I love you. And we got this this week. I hope everyone's having a beautiful Wednesday or whatever day you listen to this. I hope you're having just a gorgeous, beautiful, juicy, yummy day. And I want to give a, just a big shout out to um, the people in my life who've been keeping me standing upright. Because I feel good. I feel good going into the special this weekend. I'm very excited. And this has been something that's been on my, my uh, vision board. I said I'd do a comedy special. And we're doing it. And I'm producing it myself. And that's a big risk, but we're fucking doing it. It's sometimes you just got to do the work. Because whenever you do the work and you rip that Band-Aid and you just fucking do it, you you are always on the other side being like, why didn't I do that sooner? Or thank God I did that. You know? Get in. When you feel that self-doubt, tap into that little lymphatic system right below the, the surface of the skin. And say, bitch, we are flushing out any negativity. And we're going full throttle. Excited. I'm not nervous. I'm excited. If you got a big business meeting, you got it, you're going in asking for a raise. Maybe you're going into divorce court and you're leaving his ass. Maybe you are leaving his ass today. You are pulling up in front of the courthouse today. Tap in. Remember, you are flushing out, flushing out that wasteful dong. You're not nervous. You're excited. You got this. All right. We're going to get into the voicemails. And as always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. And remember, you can get your tickets to any of the shows coming up for the comeback tour at heatherontour.com. I'm coming to a bunch of new cities and I cannot wait to see your little faces in person. And if you don't see your city on there, please come to another city, travel with your girlfriends, make a weekend of it because we may not be back to your city till like the fall. And then by the time we get to the fall, it'll have morphed into a totally new show. But anyways, I'm so grateful for all the support. You guys have been buying tickets like I used to buy Beanie Babies on the side of the highway. 
in the fourth grade. It's rabid. It's insane. But I am so grateful for all the support. And again, I'm doing club dates, Huntsville and West Palm Beach. Get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I'm coming to you very soon. And the clubs are fun because in the clubs, I get to actually like talk to y'all and work the crowd. And I'm right on you and I'm sweating. And you can feel the steam heat coming from my pussy region because that's where I sweat the most when I perform. Like I get off stage and you can just wring out my pants, which is Again, a medical condition that probably has been heightened since I started drinking pure protein, but I just want y'all to know that that's exciting. So, you know, we get in there, we're in the club, we're all on the same period cycle by the time we leave, and it's exciting. Also, big shout out to all of the guys who came out to the shows this weekend. Y'all were a fucking blast. Everybody was an absolute blast, and I'm I'm very grateful. There were some dudes at a table to my left-hand side at the show on the late show on Friday night that I wanted to kill, but other than that, it, ladies, if any of those were your husbands, I think at one point they took out, like it was a sold-out show, and I think at one point this table of like six dudes took out like poker cards and just started playing poker, and I was like... <laughs> But everybody else was fucking amazing at these shows. And all the other dudes, thank you guys for coming out. When we got that straight bro energy at the show and it's great, I fucking love it. So big shout out to y'all. You know, when it comes to oral health, I don't mess around, okay? Your teeth are important. And if you don't take care of them, one day they'll just fall out. And I don't know if you remember this, but when my husband got his first quip toothbrush, he loved it so much that he duct taped it. He duct taped it together. And I said, why don't we just order some new heads for it? And he just, he duct taped it together like an animal. And so I am so glad that Quip is now a part of our sponsors on the podcast because you know what? We can finally... We can get Jeff a fresh quip because he loves it so much. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths and has time sonic vibrations for 30 second pulses to guide a dentist recommended two minute clean. Has a lightweight and sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky chargers to weigh you down. Has a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. Honestly, this is key. It's very hard to travel with electric toothbrushes and the Quip is so easy and sleek and chic. throw it in your bag and go. And I, beyond the brush, Quip has everything you need to build a complete routine. They have anti-cavity toothpaste and mint or watermelon that helps prevent cavities. And there's two ways to floss. They have floss string that expands to clean and reusable floss pick that replaces over 180 disposable picks with every refill. Y'all, I can't tell you. I used to use the other little picks. I was just destroying the universe, destroying the atmosphere. I needed to be using something that was reusable. So I'm glad that I have Quip. If you go to getquip.com slash absolutely right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash absolutely. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash absolutely. Quip, the good habits company. All right, we're going to get into the voicemails. Again, as always, you can call in 800-213-7503. Let's get into it. Hey, Heather, it's Madeline from Memphis. I am actually on the way home from your St. Louis show. It was wonderful. I went to the late show last night with my boyfriend. But I have an absolutely yes for you. So like I said, we were at your St. Louis show last night, and I was super, super worried that you would call out my boyfriend during the show. The only reason I say that is because he's a retired frat lord turned into accounting bro, finance bro, you know the type. 
so I was super worried he wasn't going to fit the part. So if you were to call him out and he didn't have a good response or he wasn't funny enough, I would be so disappointed in him. He has to match your energy, and he needed to give you some material to work with. So I was super worried he wasn't going to be able to do that. We get there, and we're sitting really close to the front, and the first thing I see once we sit down is that there's a man with long hair on the front row, and it's like all my worries went away. I was so relieved because right then and there, I knew you were going to make fun of the man with the long hair, or you were going to call him out. And so that's my absolutely yes, is that you didn't have to call out my boyfriend, and he didn't let me down. Wonderful show, by the way. Love you so much. Um, Hope to see you soon in Oxford. Bye. Hey, sister friend. I think I specifically remember y'all. I think you were sitting to my right, and I believe he was in like a finance bro vest like one of those Brooks Brothers Patagonia vests, and he was fucking laughing harder than anybody in the room. So I just want you to know that I saw you, and I am so grateful. And when the guys come, it's so funny to me. You know, the husbands, boyfriends, whatever come, and they have a fucking great time. It's comedy. It's not like we're sitting around painting our fucking nails. You know what I'm saying? Yes, obviously, a lot of my humor is from the female point of view and perspective, but you know what? It's a wild concept for men to <laughs> hear where we're coming from. You know what I'm saying? But no, the, the guys were a fucking blast. And I love that you had a good time. And I love that we're starting off with an absolute yes. Dude, the energy in St. Louis, and I know so many of y'all traveled. Dude, shout out to these two girls. I believe it was Tally. Tally and Jenny. Fuck, they were sitting at my hotel. Was it Tally? Tabitha. Tamara. Tammy. Toothpaste, Tranosaurus Rex, trans. I don't, I can't, I believe it was Tolly. Tolly, Tally, and Jenny. These two girls had come to, um, I literally walked away and I said, oh, it's easy to remember that name because it sounds like Talladega. I think, I think I'm right. And if I'm wrong, I apologize. I met two of the most lovely women at my hotel. They had been to my shows the last time I was in Kansas City. They came to Chicago. Like y'all come to multiple shows. They drove like four hours to St. Louis to come see this material that they've seen before. And it was like, it's very touching. And I'm so grateful. And I love what I do. And I love fucking giggling. I love giggling. I mean, we have so much fun. And, you know, I feel like such a sense of gratitude. I get, I walk off stage. I'm like, I get to do that for a living. I mean, there's not a lot of other jobs that I would be good at. And we all know this. Jobs I think I'd be good at. Garbage person. I do think I'd be good at that. One, I think hanging off the back of the truck would be fun and breezy. And like, you you know, you'd always have a nice tan. I just do. I do think I'd be good with that. You grab the back of the bin. Like I'm, I'm strong. My hands are big. My shoulders are strong. I could handle that kind of physical job. Also, don't know how to tell you this, but it's a niche thing and they make a lot of money. So I could be a good garbage person. Obviously, I'd be great in real estate. We already know that. That's a no brainer. It's just another form of sales. You know what I mean? I probably have like some sort of sexy calendar, you know, whatever. I'd have my own brokerage, you know, Heather McMahon real estate firm. And then for Christmas, you'd get like, I don't know, a tr- a packet of like Vizzy hard seltzers and you'd get a new calendar of me. 
you know, in, in different rooms in the houses I've sold and the mega mansions I've sold. Maybe one's, you know, a sexy photo of me in a bubble bath. The next one's me naked on a pool table. You know, I would just, I that's, that would be my sales technique. It would be slutty, only fancy, but also I'd close deals. And that's all you really need to worry about at the end of the day is closing the motherfucking deal. Okay, garbage person, real estate. What else would I be good at? That's it. <laughs> I do think I'd be a good therapist because essentially I could just send in every episode of this podcast to like a school of psychology. Like I could send this into Yale for their like graduate doctorate program for psychology. And I think they'd be like, you're good at giving advice. Or they would say, ma'am, get off our property. You know, we've asked you repeatedly and told you we're calling the cops. It could go either way. But I do think a lot of comedy is a form of therapy. And maybe I'm not therapizing and giving you the best advice, but I'm also helping you forget about your bullshit for like 90 minutes a night. You know what I'm saying? So I just want all the doctors, the medical doctors who are rolling their eyes right now to just know you may be able to write prescriptions that help people like lower their blood pressure, but I write prescriptions of the heart <laughs> so uh, come at me bitch anyways thank you guys for traveling thank you for coming to the shows what what a great weekend and also i love it and and you know if you come to the shows and you bring your boy i'm not calling him out like ripping him a new asshole we're having a p2p chat pussy to pussy peer to peer you know we're not having a chat that says i'm, I'm not ripping into dylan if I need to, I will. These guys who were just really just fucking annoying, I should have ripped into them. But I, you know, I, what I did is I started, I turned my body at the late show on Friday and I just started telling half my jokes directly to them. And this one guy like locked eyes with me and he was like, ew, ew, I go, oh, that's a jig for me. And I was like, yeah, Nathaniel. But my favorite thing in the world is my favorite thing in the world is the sexy husbands and zaddies. And they show up and they sit. And when they're front row, I'm just like, la, 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 la. like I just I start foaming at the mouth and I'm like, I am going to put my little claws in you in a gentle, loving way. Cause I'm on their team. You know what I mean? I'm on their, I'm dialed in. I have garbage man energy, i.e., I could work for waste management and I could also probably moonlight as a man I have the facial features if I put on like a fake beard and a you know a finance bro jacket and went to I don't know where did dudes hang out a Chili's on a Saturday and just yelled things like go team dudes would not know that I was not a woman and I've lost a little bit of weight recently and my t the top of my titties have flattened out just a bit so if I like really needed to strap them down I mean I have double d's but they're just the muscle at the top of the titty where it used to be real lush and round is just starting to drip down a little bit so if I really needed to like bind the top I could roll in and I think I could have a whole table of dudes convinced you know what I mean you just say you just walk in the door and you're like hey y'all I just saw a pair of titties out in the parking lot. Fucking 10 out of 10, Brewski. And they would be like, oh, what's up? What's your name? We haven't seen you at this bar before. And I'd be like, Harry? You know, that's close to Heather. Harry? It would be, that would be at the top of my head. That would be the guy name that I would go for. I'm Harry? And they'd be like, that's a weird, you, why did you say that weird? And I'm like, just because 
I'm a merchant marine and just got back from sea. And they'd be like, oh, he's international. He was in international waters for quite some time and didn't know, you know, he's just, he's getting his, his, you know, you have sea legs. He's getting his land legs back. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, I tripped, I, 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 yeah, ooh, my land legs. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm still on the boat rocking back and forth. So who loves the Broncos? And one guy would be like, me. And then we would, you know, sit there and put the whole hot wing in our mouth, the whole wing, and just put it in the back of our throat. And I would suck off all the meat. I would just suck it off. But I know how to suck it off because, you know, I put dicks in my mouth. They wouldn't know that, though. I'd put the whole chicken wing in the back of the throat, and then I'd suck off the, the meat. And that's like a rite of passage. If you want to, like, hang with the boys, like to any females right now that eventually, you know, that are transitioning to be men, that is the first thing. You know what I mean? That's the first thing that you need to know is when you start, you know, tapping into the, that masculine energy, I'm pretty sure the number one thing that they teach you at like bro school is that you got to suck down all the meat off a wing. You can't eat it like a lady. You got to, it's got to go deep in the back of the throat. It's got to touch the, the dingle dangle in the back of your throat. And then you just suck all the meat off and then you throw the bone and you go and you throw the bone down. And then you have to say something like, oh, no, ew, fuck. You like blue cheese? That's fucking disgusting, dude. And here's the thing. I love blue cheese. I love blue cheese. I think the moldier, the better. I think blue cheese dressing is hands down one of the most delicious accoutrements, dressings, side pieces. Just I could put blue cheese on anything. But there's always like, I feel like most men don't like blue cheese. Is it because you're uneducated? Probably. Most guys are usually like, no, I only do your ranch. Dude, blue cheese is gay. Why is it so chunky? And like the chunkier it is, the more I love it. You know what I mean? If actually, if I was going to really have a porno, it would be, you know, hot fudge and <laughs> blue cheese chunks. Those are the creamy substances that I would eventually put on my flat pancake titties. So I'm just letting you know, just so you get the visual. But why is it? Why is it that there's always like, if, if there's a group of guys, if there's eight straight dudes, there's at least seven of them that don't like blue cheese. Jeff loves it. I love it. But I'm letting you know, if you need to, if you want to like, maybe you're doing some undercover boss shit and you just want to go in and like, you know, just like slowly weave your way in you're trying to find out if your boyfriend's cheating or if your friend's boyfriend's cheating put on a fake beard you know a beanie a golf shirt get those on those on cloud sneakers a sensible khaki and just go in there walk up even if you don't know the group of guys walk up to a guy a group of guys in a buffalo wild wings grab an entire just grab you because that's the other thing guys don't even greet each other half the time when they see each other if it's a group of guys that knows each other and there's already wings on the table like I don't mean to stereotype but this is obviously a full I'm I'm fully stereotyping guys will just run at me like what's up Mark and then they just instead of like leaning in for the hug or the handshake they just go in grab the wing suck it down throw it on the table and go Brah! and then it's just like that that's them catching up where girls are like Hey, oh my God, how are you? Oh my God, how's the baby? You look good. Snatch. What are you doing? Oh, you're on keto. Okay. Uh, okay, so we're, we, we're, we're not doing tater tots today. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Whatever, shut up. Yeah, no, these are Spanx. 
these are Spanx. These are the leather Spanx leggings. That's why you could hear me all the way from the parking lot. Yeah, it's the patent leather ones. It's too hot to wear them right now. Like my pussy is sweating, but I'm wearing them because they're cute. Because I feel like we're going to find some guys here today. Are we going to find some guys here today? I feel like we are. Um, What are y'all drinking? What are y'all drinking? Even though every single time I come to this bar, I always just drink a vodka soda, two lemons. I don't understand why right now I can't figure out. Like, why can I not at this exact moment figure out what I want to drink? Even though I know in 25 minutes after the bartenders come back here 16 times, I'm still only going to order a vodka soda. But like today, maybe I'm going to be a beer girly. Like, I don't know. But why can't I figure this out? Why can't I actually figure out what I want to drink? (laughs) You know what I mean? But I know I'm only going to order a vodka soda with two lemons. But for some reason, like I'm struggling right now. That's the difference between men and women, period. That was it. That was just it. That was what I call an acting exercise. And that's the difference. So my point is, if you ever wanted, if if I needed to assimilate, if I needed to join the group of dudes and like spy for y'all or just, you know, do a little market research, you know, maybe I have a new product, you know, maybe I'm, I'm, later on, I mean, I'm already an entrepreneur, like I'm a comedian entrepreneur, but like, what if I come down the river bend in like a year with, I don't know, some sort of dick cream, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe I start dressing in drag and go and kind of do like a little secret shopper, like undercover boss this shit. Maybe men need to be heard. Maybe I just need to sit at a table at a Buffalo Wild Wings and therapize with them a little bit. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm undercover bossing, but like helping men like reach their full emotional potential by talking to them. Maybe they just need to sit there and they're like, what would your name be in Harry? Harry. So like, what's it like to be a merchant Marine? Like we don't need, also like, how do you know anybody in the group? And it's like, Oh no, I know Chris. And they're like, Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. He didn't, he's not here. He actually died a couple of years ago, but no, cool. A friend of Chris is always a friend of ours. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're like, there's just always, there's in any group of friends, there's always a dude who like died in a jet ski accident. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, it was Key West too. It wasn't great, but you know, rest in peace, rest in peace. You know what? Let's get another round of drinks in memory of Chris and the jet ski accident. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could just throw that out there, and then maybe it's me sitting down there, and I'm like, so being out on the open water is, um, you know, sometimes it's tough. And then, then the next thing you know, I'm able to, I'm able to tap in with the other guys and we're all just sitting at a Buffalo Wild Wings crying. We're all just like, yeah, and that's why I have issues with my mom. Maybe that's it. Instead of undercover boss, like I don't think that guys are always cheating and I'm not out there to be like, look at what you're doing wrong. Maybe that's my therapy. Maybe that's my form of giving back is that I slide in as a bro. And then I get these guys to open up on a Saturday while we're watching football at a Buffalo Wild Wings or a Chili's or a TGI Friday's or, you know, a Taco Mac or a Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Maybe that's it. And then eventually, I, as I walk out, I slide them my therapy bill. And I, and I, but I don't take off the beard. I think it would be a fun reveal to take off the beard. But then, but then I would break the trust. So then I keep the beard on and be like, we've been sitting here watching this football game for four and a half hours and my, my hourly rate is... Th- 375. So you owe me like a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like I can't calculate it right now, but it's a lot. It's a lot of money. 
It's a lot of money. And they're like, whoa, I feel better and I feel like it was worth it. And I'm like, you bet on today's game and you just won like $6,000 because Alabama won. So just go ahead and give me the cash. I'm like, yeah, dude, same time next week. And you're like, same time next week. I love you, Harry. I love you too. That's what I'm talking about. That is exactly what I'm talking about. And then eventually, you know, the board of, of medicine, uh, psychological medicine. I don't know if you're a therapist. What is it? You're, you're a psychologist, not a psychiatrist, because they can write prescriptions. Psych- the, the board of psychology would shut me down. And I would say, I never wanted to be board certified. I, this is called undercover boss therapy. And see if you can crack the code. You can't. So anyways, if there's any guys who ever want to do some therapy or guys, you know, maybe this is a challenge. If, have your husbands call in this next week. Your boyfriends, your bros, your brothers, your dads, whatever. If there's anything that the dudes need me to help them work through, I feel like we could do it. It's a safe space. I won't say their name, but I really highly encourage. I would love, love, love that we could get some bro. Absolutely not. Doesn't have to be. It could be about women. It could be about their lives. It could be about their workplace. I would love if I'm going to start doing this undercover boss therapy. I would love to be able, like, have some first clients. I need some volunteers so that I can, you know, challenge myself to peel back the layers of what's really going on with particularly white men in America. You know what I mean? How can I help? Because at the end of the day, I'm not the enemy. At the end of the day, I'm just Harry. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just, you're not talking to Heather. Dude, you're talking to Harry. Harry. And you got to like swallow it a little bit in the back. Harry. You're not talking to Heather. You're talking to Harry. Okay? Fireside chats with Harry. Remember when like your dad for like two weeks would go to some sort of like men's Bible study group? He got conned into it at the the golf course. That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. Just come, just hang out. Just hang out. We're gonna, this would be so much, dude, do you know how much fun I would have in like a genuine way if I got to meet, like do a men's, we could do a Bible study. I love that. That's a beautiful thing. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. But if we could do like a men's like self-help group, but like cool, you know what I mean? And I'm not going to like real low key cool, 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 cool. But maybe some of y'all get your husbands together and I'll just go chit chat. And then they can bitch to me about y'all and be like, Melissa fucking bitches at me that I don't give her enough sex. But you know what? You know what? She told me. The my dick smelled like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that makes me feel self-conscious. That makes me feel bad. She said when I came back from the gym and I asked for a BJ, she's like, ew, ew. She literally put her fingers over her nose and then wafted her f- hand in front of her nose and said, dick is stinky. And I was like, that makes me feel bad. I didn't say that about you, Melissa. But when you clog your nose, put your fingers over your nose, and then you go, ew, stinky dick. That makes me feel bad. Like, don't you feel that if y'all sent me in, like, I will take one for the fucking team. If y'all sent me in to the front line to start communicating with your husbands and boyfriends, and I'm not flirting. I may have to flirt a little bit to gain trust, which is technically a manipulative... (laughs) really manipulative thing to do but it's fine like y'all don't want to show a titty if I gotta like pop out like a half an areola just to gain trust from the group although I am supposed to be like in full cognito 
regardless. Eventually, they're going to know it's me because y'all can't keep your fucking mouths shut. Eventually, I know how this is going to happen. I know exactly how y'all are going to fucking ruin it, okay? You're going to be like, you know, your husband's going to come back and say, honestly, I've been hanging out with my boy Harry, and he says that we need to be better at communicating and that I should tell you that when I come back from the gym and I want to get dick down or like dick you down, girl, because I love you, and then you clog your nose and wave your hand in front of your face and go, ooh, stinky dick, that hurts my feelings. That hurts my feelings. And then one of you, Melissa's, are going to go, that's not even, that's not even Harry. That's a woman. You've been chatting with Heather. You know that comedian that you always are like, do we have to listen to her podcast again? That's her. And then you'll fucking blow our cover. So shut the fuck up. Have your husbands, boyfriends, partners, lovers, whomever, call in and let's start figuring out those problems. You know what I mean? I'd love to hear from them because I feel like, I feel like I could do this. Let Harry help you. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Erica from Cincinnati. I can't wait to see you at Taft Theater on February 10th. Just got my tickets. I absolutely not is that I was recollecting on um, childhood and my teenage years with my friends. And I realized that like I, I did things that were alarming as a child that I didn't realize were weird um, until now. So two of those things were one, I, it didn't click for me that you could change your underwear every day. Like I would only change my underwear when I would shower. So I would go like, God, I don't, I don't even want to know how many days we're going to say three, three. It's definitely more than three, but at least three days without showering with the same underwear on, because as, as a kid, I didn't, didn't click with me that like, I don't know. I thought shower and underwear were the same, the same day. Um, the other thing is that I was so afraid to talk about my period with my mom and puberty that I didn't know how tampons work entirely. So I would put a tampon in or I would, I would take the tampon out of the dispenser and then put it in with my fingers because I didn't realize that um that's what the dispenser's for that that's how it goes into your body so anyway just some things that i feel like the kids should know if any of them are listening but i love you so much um and i cannot wait to see you in february 2023 okay big shout out to the city of cincinnati i had one of my favorite shows i've ever done there they're just a fucking it's a great city it's great people i fucking love cincinnati so i think this is a really great voicemail because this is i mean we are really diving into those core memories of, of like shame that we felt. And again, if you come to Harry's therapy, we will be talking about all this. And I feel like this, this is a great segue because I feel like a lot of guys, there are things that they didn't talk about growing up that we're going to dive into. Okay. First of all, I'm sorry you didn't know about changing the underwear and that's okay because I'm sure you're like, you know, now it's formed some sort of weird trauma where like you change your underwear like every four hours and you may be one of those people where like, you know, maybe at your cubicle, you just have a bunch of thongs shoved in a bunch of drawers and when the cleaning crew comes at night, you know, they come to like clean around your cubicle and they're like, we don't know why, but there's like 55 fucking thongs hanging, you know, shoved underneath the desk. So it's probably created some sort of weird like tick for you, but I want you to know like, 
It's okay. Vaginas are, it's, you know, you've got one. It's okay. We didn't all know. We were just talking about this. I was just talking about this with my friends this weekend and how my girlfriend has a, her little nieces and they're learning about like their bodies and puberty and like, how do you explain it? And like, you know, you, we all went through those really weird phases in our life where you become like a woman. Remember like when you first started to grow boobs? Oh my God. I used to pray all the time. I was like, when am I going to get boobs? Because everybody had boobs and I had no boobs. And then I was such a late bloomer. And you know, you, my mom used to call my little rosebuds. He had these little rosebuds and you'd wear the bra, but you didn't really need the bra, but you didn't want to feel like you were left out by not wearing the bra. Like, like guys will never understand that. I mean, I guess they will. Like if all your boys are starting to grow like a half, like a weird mustache. You know, because you always had the dude, Skylar, who, you know, wore, I've said this so many times, but wore the wolf t-shirt with the wolf howling at the moon. And he had like a full fucking goatee and soul patch by like fourth grade. You know, I was so jealous of the girls who had gotten their period. I was like, when am I yelling it? And I'll never forget the day. Dude, I will never forget. I was walking from science up to, I think, what was it like? history class or something and I remember you just feel it drop and for all the guys listening you it's hard to describe a period except you just feel something drop like this weight in your in your your loins you just feel this like little drop and not like a drop of blood like you just feel something physically drop in your body and I remember I rushed to the bathroom and my best friend Annie I was in the seventh grade I was on 13 and I'm like Annie oh my god I just started my period and Annie, neither of us really knew how to put in a tampon. So when you said that about like, you know, nobody knew how to put in a tampon. I remember like three months leading up to the first time I got my period, I would do quote unquote dry runs because my friend Courtney was like, she, you know, she got her period before everybody. And she's like, Heather, you need to know how to put in a tampon. And so I would put a dry tampon up my dry, you know, and it would just, you know, when you ripped it out, because what guys don't understand is there's a plastic applicator in a tampon and you use it as almost like a turkey baster, like a device to push in the piece of cotton up there. And if there's no liquid or moisturization, then you're just, it's, it's like two pieces of sandpaper just rubbing together. And I would do these dry runs all the time because I wanted to make sure that like I knew what I was doing. And then of course, when it came to the big day, but this goes talking about being prepared and doing the work when it came time for the big day, I had Annie coaching me on the other side of the stall. And I was like, Annie, I've done about 600 dry runs. I have gone through at least 25 boxes of tampons, ready, prepared for this day, handed over. And she like hands me the tampon over the stall. And I was like, it's time to do this. And then it didn't hurt because, you know, I was hemorrhaging because the first period you get as a, as a young girl, it's just, you don't, you're like, call 911, put me in a body bag. This is not okay. It's not okay. But I had prepared myself. And I'm sure if I would have told my mom that it was, there's nothing sexual about like putting in tampons, but I'm sure if I would have told my mom, I've tried a hundred tampons, she'd be like, A, that's wasteful and B, ouch. But you know, I just wanted, I wanted to fit in with the girlies so bad. I wanted, I was so jealous. You know, you're so jealous of what other people have and then you get it. And then you get it and you're like, why? This fucking sucks. I would have go back and tell that younger version of myself, like, don't rush. You're going to develop. You're gonna, it's gonna happen. But I was glad that I had my friend Courtney who told me. You know what I mean? And that's embarrassing. Do you know how embarrassing that is to like admit 
that I used to like, but I mean, I was practicing so I knew what I was doing. And then I wore pads like, you know, for like three years because you just can't handle it. It hurt. It's just, it's too much. Oh my God. That was the fucking worst. That was the fucking worst. Men will never understand. As much as I want to help them with their problems, they'll never fucking understand the trauma that we've been through. I've been watching, you know, House of Dragons, Game of Thrones, and not to give anything away, but like, you know, this woman gives birth like 10 times during the first season, and every time she's just in like a squat position in the corner, just like, (laughs) screaming, and Jeff's like, this is graphic, and I'm like, shut up. Yeah, it's graphic because that's the way love goes. That's the way love goes. That's the way love goes. Y'all know that Janet Jackson song. Great song. Anyways, that's not what I meant, but you know what I meant. I did mean that, sort of. Oh, God. But back to your issues. You didn't change your underwear. That's okay. I had the underwear growing up that had like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because if you don't know this, I was not a bright kid. So my parents knew that like I had to have, like I had to be color coordinated for me. Like Heather will remember Thursday wear purple. You know, and as kids, not not a lot of us had great hygiene. We didn't. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember the smell? Okay. <laughs> remember the smell of kids when you would go outside on like kind of like a warm, medium, slightly cool day. So it's like mid-October. You'd go out. You'd have recess or you'd do PE outside. And then you would have to come in and sit in your math class. I know I've talked about this before. And it was always some kid named Jake who smelled so bad. And he would, because he was the one who got like super sweaty when you were playing dodgeball, t-ball, whatever the fuck we were playing outside. And, you know, I'm kind of like running out in the outfield, just like chilling because I have a dry tampon in. I'm just like, I'm out of here practicing being a real girl. But then these these young prepubescent boys are just like sweating so fucking much. And then you have to sit in your classroom. And it's just the, the stench of like children who have been outside and then come inside. And then they would expect us to like try and like educate ourselves when literally I have my fingers over my nose and I'm like, Jake, you're stinky. Uh, go sit over there, Jake. You're so stinky. So we were all weird and smelly and trying to figure it out. So if this is like a conversation that you're having with yourself because you feel bad that you didn't have, like if you were the weird kid or the stinky kid, you weren't. We were all fucking stinky. We were all so goddamn stinky. And I'm sorry, Lord, take your name in vain, but we were stinky. You know what I mean? It's okay. The other kids weren't talking about you. I'm glad now that you like, you know, you know, you've got the hygiene practices in place now, but everybody fucking was stinky. So don't let that trigger you. But we'll talk about that. If you too, sweetheart, my, my lady friend listening, if you want to come to Harry's therapy at Buffalo Wild Wings, we'd love to have you. Because I'm sure a lot of the other guys can can relate to this as well. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. It's your girl, Caroline, from Long Island. So I shared this with the group, and everyone thought I should call in and get your opinion. So here it goes. Um, the other day, I was online, drive through obviously, at Starbucks. And I ordered a venti passion tea lemonade, sweetened. And it came out to like $4.90 something cents. So I get to the window and the barista says to me, the car in front of you paid for your drink. So I said, oh my gosh, that's great. And she said, would you like to pay for the car behind you? So what am I going to say? No. So I said, okay. And she says, it's thirty ninety five. So 
what? I guess I blacked out. I, you know, begrudgingly paid her and drove off. It probably wasn't even safe for me to drive at that point because I was just completely in shock and like not conscious anymore. Like, what? Like, since when did these trains of gratitude become exploitative? I've seen them online where people get all happy about it. It feels good for a second, but now I'm paying for $31 worth of Starbucks? Absolutely not. This is such a uh, bamboozlement, and you got got. And my first reaction to this absolutely not is that the person running the drive-thru at Starbucks was in on the gig, okay? So let me get this straight. You go forward, they're like, oh, that person in front of you bought, you know, paid it forward, which could have been a lie. You know what I mean? That could have been a setup car. We don't know. And then you roll up, you have your $4 drink. You know that the lady who was working the drive-thru texted her friends, pull up behind the Camry. This bitch is, uh, she's, you know, she's going to cover it. And I, yeah, I just think it was an inside job. It was 100% a Starbucks inside job. Also, I agree. This whole like pay it forward. I should only pay it forward if I want to. Being forced to pay it forward actually pays it backwards because then your bitterness takes over the, you know, which should be a genuine response of humility. Like to me, you're paying it backwards because now you're in debt when all you were trying to do is have a $4, a $4 fucking drink. And now, I mean, also, who Starbucks orders $39 or $30? That's the most bullshit thing I've ever heard of. That's a lie. You are being swindled. I mean, unless they got like 65 mocha whip fraps, that's some bullshit. I would tell them to go fuck themselves. I would have said, as soon as they said, oh, the order's $39, I would have said, eat it, eat a dick. No, I'm not doing that. And you can say no. You can say no to paying it forward. You should mostly try and pay it forward when you can, but that's a that's an absolute not. And you just got 100% swindled. So I'm sorry. Let me know which Starbucks this is. You know how I feel about that company in general. They already burned my grundle and I haven't seen a dime. So I, I'm glad you shared this. I'm glad you shared this. You know, we are all talking about, you know, keeping it positive and, you know, how I can help, you know, straight men in America work through their issues. And now here we are at the tail end of this podcast episode and now I'm angry. Now I'm actually angry because you got got by a, a Starbucks employee. She, you know, I know exactly how this went down. She called her friend. She said, get behind that car. Oh, you guys want free Starbucks on me? Well, I'm just going to lie to everybody in line and say that everybody's been paying it forward. And then they, you take the bait. Because also it's like, you know, when you check out at CVS or it could be wherever and they're like, do you want to add two more dollars to, you know, the Make-A-Wish Foundation or whatever, whatever. And you're like, you know, you're standing there and you have to press yes on the little, the little key fob or the little pad. And you're like, if you don't say yes, do you want to donate a dollar to, you know, I don't know, childhood obesity and you know, you think back and you're like, you were an obese child. I was. So I always say yes to that one. But some of them I go, I don't know if, if, you know, CVS or Target or any of these corporations are actually giving the extra dollar to the fat children. I don't know that. So no, today, right now, I'm not going to, I'm sometimes so lazy. I don't even type in my CVS rewards number because it's the same rigmarole every time. You can never use the coupons that day, but then it'll print out $45 of coupons for like head and shoulders shampoo. And you're like, I haven't had dandruff since the 80s. So what am I supposed to do? Now I'm in a pickle. And now I just spent $600 at CVS to get coupons worth $600 worth of stuff that I 
am not going to purchase. Always on the receipt, it's like, get $45 off, you know, pantyhose. When was the last time you bought pantyhose? Nobody wears those. We all have skims. Take $75 off. Vitamin D milk. I'm not drinking it and neither are you. Neither should you, nor should you. So, okay, let me get this straight. You want me to use this coupon, but it's for nothing that I can actually use. Dude, I got $10 off YooHoo once. YooHoo. You know, YooHoo. The chocolatey drink that I didn't even drink as a child because it grossed me out because I knew it was only canola oil. So you got got. And I think they're getting us at a lot of these places. You know, I'll give the change to the man ringing the bell outside of the Kroger. You know, and even then, I've seen Home Alone. Even then, I think that that's nine times out of ten a swindle. I'll drop my stuff off at Goodwill. I'll cut the check for the for the charity. Like, I'm trying to do good, but physically hand it to the person. And it's like, do you want to pay for the people behind me? No, I don't. Yeah, I want to pay it forward. But I don't know if these people are assholes. Who's spending almost $40 on fucking Starbucks? Maybe a family in need? Sure. Or also a bunch of corporate assholes who are in town cheating on their wives while they're at their computer software convention. I don't know, nor do I trust it. And this was a really good lesson. Pay it forward, but only if you want to. Pay it forward only if you know and trust them. If you've had a, like a, audible verbal conversation with that person. You know, you're standing in line, you see somebody, oh man, I, I lost my credit card or, oh my God, that $20 fell out of my purse. You pay it forward. You don't pay it forward for somebody you don't even know or have laid eyes on. That's how scamming starts and begins. And I love those things. You know, you, you know, those like TikTok vigilantes or whatever, or they're like these, like they call themselves like whisper angels somebody goes into like a store, like a Toys R Us, and they're like, I'm buying the gifts for everybody for Christmas. That's sweet. And then you always have some woman crying in the corner, which is like, I think genuine, who didn't think she could get the toys on layaway. Like that's genuine. But then they, you know, those people on TikTok only do it for clout. It's one thing to go in there and slide in, hey, here's five grand. I want to pay for everybody's toys on layaway. But then I don't need to film it and put it on TikTok so that you guys remember I am philanthropic. A lot of charities burn my biscuits, you know? But paying it forward and it's, then you can't afford it? That's reverse psychology and reverse, that took us back 10 years. You're like, yeah, I would love to help somebody, but my drink was $4. I got a caravan behind me full of assholes getting the sous vide egg bites and you know, the mozzarella sandwich and the protein power boxes, six warmed up chocolate chip cookies. Actually, not even to make a, a real on the nose Starbucks joke, but that was probably two drinks because we know their prices are outrageous. So anyways, anyways, anyways. 
We're going to start Harry's therapy very soon. I need all the dudes to call in next week, 800-213-7503. I highly suggest calling in either on Sunday night or Monday mornings. That's when I get in. So if you call like the week before, I don't always hear it. So my suggestion is always to call in Sunday, anytime during the day, Monday, first thing in the morning, East Coast time, and I will get to them. But I'm ready to start the, the therapy. I'm ready to be here. I'm ready to be helpful. And I'm ready for us to you know, bridge, literally build a bridge, build a bridge, just a bridge of dicks and, and hands and hands holding dicks. Cause I'm going to bring us all together and, and men, we're going to figure out what's going on with women and women. We're going to figure out what's going on with men because I am paying it forward. One bit of Harry's therapy at a time. I love you. I mean it. Please get your tickets at heatherontour.com for the comeback tour. I am so excited to be um, shooting the special this weekend in Lexington, Kentucky. Please say a prayer. Please send me good energy. I'm very nervous, but I'm also excited. Remember, I'm not nervous. I'm excited. I'll see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.